The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. Here we are kicking off the new year, and I hope everyone is doing well. If you are in Pittsburgh or the Northeast, you've got snow. We've got snow, but okay, I hate to admit it, I like snow. I don't like snow where it could hurt people, but I do like snow. But first time we've seen it, maybe that's why, for the year And I hope, as I said before, that everyone had a wonderful holiday. But here we go. And you know what? You know how I all believe in giving back, charity, love, and what a great person to have as my guest today, because really that's what he's all about. And he is Daniel Budzinski, the founder of Charity Device. Daniel, welcome to the show. Hey, Joyce, it's great to be back with you. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you with us. Um, And just so you all know this, I know him, and he is the real deal. He is. And before we get going, Daniel, I'm assuming it's because of your faith that you have taken on being a servant. Yeah, so many many reasons why, but I would say that that is... One of the best self-discoveries that I've had that has really um, launched me into everything that I'm doing today. Well, I know how that feels because I believe the same way. And so it's great to have you. But just so our listeners are going to get an idea of what we're talking about, what is Charity Device? Yeah, so Joyce, last time we were on the show, we were talking about Compassionate Touch, and this time we were going to share about Charity Device. And so in the last year and a half, we have launched uh, another nonprofit called Charity Device, and I'm so excited for this opportunity for people to participate with because it's another nonprofit organization that's committed to helping others become heroes by donating their old devices today. So we specialize in basically turning old devices into someone else's dreams, and we do this by giving them an opportunity to donate an old device, right? Donate an old device, get a tax receipt in return, and then we sell that device and ensure that it gets sent to change and impact lives around the world. Wow. So right now, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, could you even give us a little more, more detail? Like, say that someone's listening to the show right now. First, what type of devices are we talking about? So on our website, we have a fully integrated website that takes people through the process. It's, it's as simple as one, two, three, Joyce. It's choose a device. Do you want a free shipping label or a free shipping kit? And boom, become a hero. And so we, we take you through the process of finding whatever devices you have in your house that are qualifying that we receive on our website. So if you want to know if, you, if we receive it, you have to go on our website. And then basically when they go through the process, they'll get a free shipping label or we'll send them a free shipping kit that they'll be able to send their device back to us, secure, safe, and sound. 
And then from that moment forward, within 24 hours, they get their tax receipt sent to them in an email and saved on their profile. And from there, within the next 24 days, we sell that device and make sure it goes to either feeding the hungry, providing clean water for the thirsty, or just relieving the impoverished people that are in impoverished areas domestically and globally. And I'm assuming that these have to be, of course, devices that work. Yeah, so here's the really mind-boggling thing. You know, I'm only 26 years old. I'm a young man. I'm married two years, and I am going to have my second baby in March, another baby girl, Joyce. Oh, congratulations. (laughs) It's an incredible time, but can you imagine life 10 years ago? I mean, when there was no internet capability from phones other than maybe a Bluetooth uh, wireless device that we also had to carry around that just did internet. Right now, the electronic consumer market is multiplying like it never has before. Right now, there is 1.4 billion smartphones. Think about this. 1.4 billion smartphones sold in 2014. It was a 30% increase from the year before. And every year, we can expect an increase of the percentage in billions of smartphones, not even including smartwatches and devices and tablets. Right now, it doesn't matter if you have an iPad that's cracked. It's still worth something. And that old (laughs) iPad that has water damage can still be sold to change a life. So they can be working, but a lot of the devices we receive, they have a cracked screen or maybe the audio doesn't work, but we still allow people to donate them. No, that is awesome. Now, Daniel, where, uh, what is the website? So the website is charitydevice.org, charitydevice.org. Now, you talked before about poverty, This initiative of yours, you know, someone may be listening and they may not say, well, how does this help people? Maybe you could talk for a little bit about poverty in the world and people that need help. And and even with water, what a difference this can make. So right now, that's a really great question. I think a lot of people say there's so much you know, horror in the world, there's so much poverty in the world, there's so much need in the world. Where do I start? How can I make a difference? How can I uh, participate in doing my part in helping change this world one person at a time? You know, that's a really good question to start at. The whole concept of Charity Device was whether you're a high school student or an eighth grade student, whether you're 65 and retired or you're still working in corporate America or working in the education system, whether you're someone that's a Christian or a Muslim, it doesn't matter what your belief is, you can give back and you can help the poverty and the needy around the world. Right now, there's global crises happening that we can participate in helping. There's over 884 million people that don't have access to clean water. There's wait, wait, repeat million, that again. This is, this is my bogging. 884 million people that don't have access to clean, sanitary water sources. So they're actually so which eating means drinking. We're he- if that doesn't change, we're heading to a billion. We're heading to a billion, yes. And that's whether they're cleaning their, their clothes with that, whether they're drinking from that, that. That statistic is leading to a lot of the reasons why there's approximately 5,000 children a day that die from waterborne illnesses. And How yet many one again? smart device can How help many? that. How many um, die? 
5,000 children a day on average die from waterborne illnesses. All right. Are you all listening to that? I want this to really hit you. 5,000 children a day die from a waterborne illness. 5,000. 5,000. See, we take for granted what we have. And one of them is clean water. I mean, can you imagine this? That there are people that live in the world, they can't, they don't have access to clean water, which means malaria and a host of other diseases that take their life. And you, just by donating a device, it may only be one person, but think about it, one person, one child, one life. That's what you need to get in your head. Okay, go ahead, Daniel. So here's the the amazing thing. So since I've had a, a child too, and having my second one on the way, it's 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 something that's really moved me into action because I think that nonprofits, organizations, corporations, people, family, children, they want to help, but they don't know how to. And the concept of charity device is beautiful. It's helping and giving without it costing you a penny. On average, the average right now, Joyce, is every American household has anywhere from three to five unused smart devices in their possession. I want you to think about that for a second. We've gone and we've talked, right now we're working with the public school systems, we're working with a few corporations and organizations and nonprofits, as well as we're working with a few religious systems, churches, and and organizations that are doing campaigns right now. Uh, Public schools that have students that have 10 devices apiece, they're bringing them in. And they're like, we didn't even know we had these devices. Yet every device, when it's sold, goes right to providing meals for children. Literally, one device can provide 300 meals for a community in Africa. It's, it's that simple, Joyce, and anyone can do it because it's giving without them costing them a penny. Wow. I mean, are you all hearing that? You know, just look around your house. I will not be surprised if you have that extra smartphone. I will not be surprised, even with your children. I mean, this turns around so fast. So think about it. And go again. What is the website again, Daniel? It's www.charitydevice.org. www.charitydevice.org. Listen, 5,000 children a day. 5,000 a day, dying from a water-borne illness. Think about that when you think about that smartphone you have in your house. And right now, we've got to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us, and as I said before, Happy New Year, and thank you, Highmark and Covestro, for again being the sponsor of Disability Matters this year, we appreciate it so much. Two great companies. And this is break time. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with Daniel. Don't go away. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Since 1985... 
Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grumberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back everyone, and we're talking to Daniel Bidzinski, the founder of Charity Device and just so you know, for those of you and us living with disabilities, you all know I'm living with epilepsy, but I want to point out to you that throughout the world, many of these children and adults are living with disabilities either from birth or as a result of what we're talking about right now. So make sure you remember that when you're thinking about those devices you had at home. And, Daniel, I know there are so many other things. Oh, my goodness. There's um, trafficking. There's poverty. There is hunger. There, there are so many things. Um, and I know that you know that better than anyone. Could you talk about that for a minute? Yeah, so we talked about one of the really large global crises, which is the water crisis. There's two other crises that we're really specializing in with Charity Device, where we're going against these crises and helping to be a solution to these problems. One of them is global poverty. There's 3 billion people that live on less than $2.50 a day. I mean, Less than what? Repeat that. $2.50 a day. So less than my coffee every morning, someone is living an entire day, every meal of that day, every single thing for their family. They're living on $2.50 a day. Global, global poverty at 3 billion people on two fifty a day has created more human slaves. People don't like to talk about this. It's not necessarily the, 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 the headliner for the news, but 25 million people today have become forced labor, labor and trafficked victims due to this poverty. It's destroyed education. It's destroyed families. With 25 million people either sex trafficked, trafficked, or labor trafficked and becoming victims to the system of poverty. I know this is a horrifying thing. I know this very well because I'm friends with several people that work in this industry from my church, Northway, <clears throat> to Kevin Bale, who, is, who founded Free the Slaves. Just yep. as you said, people don't like to talk about this, but you know, this happens 
to you. could be next-door neighbor because we have immigrants that are, or people brought here, people brought here from trafficking from different countries, different developing countries, sold and are working at a home, and they are a slave. I know that's hard to believe, but it's a fact. Um, I mean, there are so many people, you know, you go to a family in Africa and you say, listen, if you let me take your child to the United States, I'm going to pay you $5,000, and when they get there, they're going to have a great education, and they get here, and guess what they're doing? Cleaning houses, janitorial work, or worse yet, sex slavery. And this goes on throughout the world. Thailand, for example, horrifying. We're talking now about children five years old and up. I know that's a terrible thing to have to hear, but human trafficking, whether it's for indentured servitude or sexual slavery, is real and it's horrifying and it also occurs in the United States, which takes us right back. It's like this terrible circle. It takes us right back to charity device and helping people living in poverty. It's a terrible circle, isn't it, Daniel? It is. You know, I think one of the most... So I've been right now, Joyce, to about um, 25 nations and I've been able to see firsthand a lot of these things. And so... Here would be a real story that I'd like to paint for people that are listening right now of a real-life story of an individual that was born and raised in Cambodia. In the system of their government, their parents died in a motorcycle accident, and they inherited the debt of about $250, okay? Imagine this. The woman had worked for already over 10 years paying off only half of the $250 debt in a brick mine where she worked Monday through Sunday 14 to 16 hours a day. She was going to be working for another 10 to 15 years, paying off that last $125 to finally be able to focus in on her family and maybe even her future. But the fact is, after that 10 to 15 years, she was going to be 60 to 65 years old. I can't even fathom yet even come to the place where I would like to believe that this is true, yet we met an organization in Cambodia that freed her by paying her last debt off of $125. And to think that one old smartphone sitting in your drawer or your old device when you're about to upgrade to that new iPhone or that new Droid or Samsung could literally set someone free for 15 years of labor victim. That is powerful, Joyce. That is empowering for our generation, for this time, anyone listening, to literally send emails, social media posts, and tell everyone they can that their old device could literally transform a life. Wow, that's amazing. That, that is amazing, and it is true and terrible about trafficking. I know you've been to so many countries and I know you've seen these horrific things I'm talking about. And to think you could have a smartphone at your house that could impact one person this way is absolutely so marvelous. And, Daniel, just so everyone understands, okay, they send you the smartphone, then what happens? So like I said before, when they fill out the application online, they get their free shipping label, or we send them their free shipping kit. They send that back to us for free. The moment we, we get it, we give them a tax receipt. 
<clears throat> from that moment, we sell their device and we begin to strategize on what global crisis we're going to send it to. Are we going to give clean water? Are we going to feed someone? Or are we going to help in the global crisis of poverty? We always work through local nonprofits. Right now, Joyce, we specialize in taking in old devices and turning them into someone else's dreams. And I think one of the biggest issues, see, my passion was always to be a resource, to be a resource to people, to be a hero, to be a resource to nonprofits who their greatest issue is what? It's funding. So we're partnering with people that are already doing the work rather than trying to do the work ourselves. And so we'll take the funds from that sold device that we sell and we'll donate it to that organization and make sure it goes to do what they committed to us that it was going to do, whether it was feeding, providing clean water, or relieving the impoverished. And just so my listeners understand this even more, who is it you sell this to? So right now, people are always buying second, third, and fourth hand um, basically smart devices. So if someone upgrades their uh, iPhone to iPhone 6, you know, someone else is buying an iPhone 4 somewhere. It's just the reality. And so we are selling these devices on third-party vendors, whether it's Amazon or eBay, and that's how people are getting to also hear about us through those channels as well because when they buy the device, we make sure to educate them that their old device can even help change a life and by them purchasing that device. You know, I always believed in re-commerce, right? How can we stop having 80 billion pounds of electronic waste pile up every year in our planet? Right now, that's what's happening. Uh, 80 billion pounds of electronic waste, Joyce. And can you imagine the increase of that number as we just begin to use smart devices increasingly and increasingly? So how can we re-commerce and recycle? And that's another part of who we are is keeping our earth green and really helping out people that aren't able to necessarily buy that next best $800 phone, but giving them an opportunity to also purchase a second, fourth hand down phone and be able to give into the needs that are happening around the world. And once again, these third parties, who are they? I mean, are these organizations, what are they? Right now, they're just people that are shopping on eBay, people that are shopping on Amazon, and certain organizations or nonprofits that are buying in bulk can buy from us, and they can do that by filling out our application on our website if they wanted to purchase from us in bulk. And then once this purchase is made, you donate this money back. We donate the money back to nonprofits that are making a difference in the areas that we've committed to make a difference in. Yes. Wow. And, and that's throughout the world? That's throughout the world, correct. That, so in other words, I'm just using this as an example. Through doing this, you could donate money to World Vision. Through doing this, you could donate money to Free the Slaves. Correct. Through doing this, you could donate money to uh, an, uh, the International Epilepsy Association. Correct. And that is helping them carry on their mission. Yes. You know, I work with a lot of nonprofits, and they all have the same issue, and it's funding. And asking people for money, it works, but it's also a difficulty for a lot of organizations. So what we haven't talked about, but which we can, we can actually talk about right now, is how Charity Device is becoming a resource for nonprofits where a mechanism where they can tell their people, let's say an organization has 5,000 followers, 200 employees, and they can send out tweets, they can run a campaign through Charity Device 
where their organization actually is the beneficiary of all the sold devices. So any wow. presidents, any directors out there can contact us and be a part and use us as a program. Wow, that is awesome. Okay, explain that a little bit more. For example, well, Epilepsy Foundation of Western and, Western and Central PA, which is Pittsburgh, what would they do? So basically they would contact us through our website and they would say, hey, we want to do a campaign with Charity Device. Since we're already approved with the IRS and they don't have to deal with figuring out whether or not it's legal for them to write tax receipts, which it's not if they're not approved, um, with this specific standard of, of devices, and they would solicit to their, their, their donors, through their givers, through their volunteers, to their employees, and they would have hundreds and even thousands of devices coming to us, and on the application, people would be filling out the Epilepsy uh, Foundation name, and then we would have it all recorded, and at the end, if we gathered a 1,000 devices and sold a 1,000 of them, we would write back a pretty large percentage to the Epilepsy Foundation. And they, in turn, would advertise this through social media and everything about uh, charity device. Correct, and if it's a local church or place of worship, they would do a campaign with their congregation, and their congregation would bring in the qualifying devices. We would work hand-in-hand with them to make sure they had a super successful campaign. And at the end of the campaign, I mean, Joyce, we have the possibilities of writing people $100,000 checks, even up to millions of dollars, depending on how many devices they get in. Wow, isn't that amazing? That is really amazing. Now, your organization is obviously a not-for-profit. How Correct. do people donate to you? How do you uh, make money in order to run this organization? So right now, a minimum of 80% of, the, of every dollar goes to our programs. We do about 10% on fundraising, 10% on administrative expenses. But right now, at a minimum, 80% goes towards our programs. And it's enough right now. Most of the people working with us and for us are actually on a volunteer basis. Now, that won't be able to be the, the future for us forever because as we grow in scale, we'll need more people on board on a full-time basis and commitment level. But right now, we do not want to sacrifice what matters most, which is making every dollar count to changing a life. Well, you know, and I want to say something about that. I tell this to people all the time when they question this. or when, You cannot run a business if you do not have some money coming in. And that's just the reality of whatever the organization is. Um, And with that, I just want to say, if someone would also want to make a donation to Charity Device, would they just go to the website, Daniel? So if someone, you know, didn't have a device in their house, they weren't part of that household that had three to five unused devices, or they didn't have a family member that had a device, and they still, and even if they just wanted to do a cash donation, you know, whether it was towards our operations or just the general impact of what we're doing and how we're impacting lives and, you know, resourcing organizations, they can actually go on our website and give by credit card. They can also give by check. And there's all of that information online. So if you go to our website and you want to make a cash donation, you'd go to the bottom left of the screen and it would say, Donate Cash. You'd click that button and it would have you go through the system of giving us the credit card and running it through our system for what you would like to donate. And here's what I want to say about that. How easy is it for you, though, to get that smartphone and get that to charity device. How easy is that for you to do? 
and make a donation, make a difference, help a child, help people with disabilities, help people who are indentured servants or in human trafficking. You know how great it is to know you have made a difference? As Martin Luther King Jr. said, it doesn't take a degree to serve. Think about that. And with that, we're going to go to break. If you just joined us, we're talking to Daniel Budzinski, who is the founder of Charity Device, an organization that is giving back, helping people throughout the world living in poverty by donating a smartphone to this organization. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Don't go away. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Since 1985... Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back and Happy New Year as we kick off the year. With Disability Matters, I want to tell you I have two great corporations that are sponsors, and that is Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield and Covestro, and I am so appreciative of what they do. But we've been talking to Daniel Budzinski, the founder of Charity Device. I have two questions. Daniel, I know I've been talking a lot of donating back a smartphone. What other devices could someone have that they could donate back? So, Joyce, there's there's hundreds of qualifying devices on our website that we receive. Um, But that's a great question. We take in tablets. We take in computers, specifically Mac computers. And we also take in iPods. And so within each one of those categories, 
which is also including smartphones. There's a long, long list, you know, from brands to models that we would take within those four categories, tablets, computers, iPods, and smartphones. That work. Yes. They yeah, can I be don't want someone listening to the show damaged. thinking, oh, I have this broken or damaged uh, instrument. I'll send it to them. That won't help. That will not help. So I just wanted to point that out. Um, and again, what is your website, Daniel? The website is charitydevice.org. Charitydevice.org. So you can go there and learn more about this. But, you know, one question I did not ask you, Daniel, um, is about businesses, corporations. You know, we've talked about not-for-profits, but is there a way companies could get involved in this? That's a great question. I'm so glad you brought it up. You know, right now, Joyce, and in the near future, there'll be many people listening to this talk show, and there'll be many people that are employees, right? There's a lot of employees listening right now, as well as a lot of employers that will be listening. And whether you're an employee or an employer, the one thing that's really becoming a movement is social entrepreneurship. It's people in their jobs wanting to be a part of a company that have social awareness to helping the people and world around them. You know, whether you work for the company or you run the company, companies have sales forces that are a hundred or a thousand people, or they purchase their computers for their employees, or each year they upgrade their iPhones or their Samsungs for them and their company devices. A lot of companies have company secured information on them. It's a really big deal now that a lot of companies are going to bring your own device. And so companies say, well, how can we secure the data and, or how can we get a return on these assets that are at the end of life device? <clears throat> and so Charity Device comes along and companies will donate their hundreds or their thousands of devices from their sales force and they'll receive a huge tax write-off that they were never seeing as well as then they're securing the data because we ensure them that each phone is erased before we resell them. And so it's just a huge benefit, Joyce, for companies to partner with us because then they also get to tell their employees, hey, we didn't just save money on our taxes. We also are partnering with Charity Device to see, hypothetically, one million people receive food this next year. And so we quantify all that through our campaigns that we're running through companies. I'm wondering who would contact you. Would it be, for example, someone from procurement? I mean, I don't know when you've talked to other companies. Or is it just in any high-level executive? It's any high-level executive. We've had CFOs. We've had CEOs, presidents, board, board of directors. We've even had employees get so passionate about this that they're the ones that become the advocate of this movement. And, you know, it's kind of become a no-brainer for CEOs or board members that say, hey, we're not seeing a return on the end-of-life device for smartphones. One of our biggest issues is securing the data. Man, like this is almost a service that's free that brings back, you know, social entrepreneurship as well as, you know, people, it brings purpose into offices. It brings purposes into companies to be able to be a part of this. It does. And, you know, you were talking about, uh, things that young people look at, new employees. And, of course, there are many companies trying to recruit engineers and uh, financial whiz and, you know, just different positions. And I deal with some of these companies, and one thing they're always struggling with is what do we do to be engaging? Just so yeah. you know, when a friend of mine talked to different companies 
and said, what is the number one thing you're seeking? They said, employee engagement. That's well, good. here you go. There are also companies that say, we just want people to realize what we're like so we don't have a high retention. And I can tell you with the millennials, with a lot of new young people, they do look for this. You know, it's not like the old days, you know, when That's all great. people looked at was money and benefits. Um, and I know you know, Daniel, from your background in corporate America, that th- this is a factor with corporations. Um, would you not agree with that? Yeah, I mean, you couldn't be further from the truth. People want to do well, which is make money, and they want to do good, which is to help people. And they don't want to just do well. They don't want to just do well. They want to do good. They want to know that their company is not just after the money, but actually has this, this focus of in even our business structure, can we make room to give back? And I maintain that when you do that, that it has an impact on the company's productivity because uh, another large corporation, a billion-dollar corporation, one time did a study, and I still have the information they put together on the traits that they felt led to an employee being the most productive. And right off the bat, when I asked that question, someone went, oh, attitude. I bet it was attitude. And attitude was high, but that was not number one. Number one was gratitude. Wow. Gratitude. That was number one. And that just fits with all of this. When you have people that see what a great company is doing and they feel grateful that a company is doing something like this, I am telling you, it has an impact on productivity in that organization. I mean, do you agree with me about that? It is, and there's actually, like you said, there's many, <clears throat> whether they're blog posts, statistics, studies, um, from very you know, astute um, colleges as well as institutes that talk about you know, creating this buzz in the office. You know, how great is it when people are like, man, I, I, man, our company, I can't believe they fed a million people. And then you know, Charity Device sends them you know, 100 photos of all the children they fed or the people that they relieved from impoverished situations or the wells that they built. I mean, it creates a buzz. It creates an excitement. People want to be a part of making a difference. We were here to make a difference. And so, you know, if every day you're crunching those numbers at that, that job, you know, sooner or later, it's, it's really nice when you have a little bit of a change in the schedule and the company brings you together and just says, hey, we thank you, and this is what we did this year to help others. People love that, Joyce. They really do. A friend of mine, uh, oh, I agree with you 100%. A friend of mine was uh, talking about this the other day. Actually, he was talking about prisons. And he said, you know, so many people walk by a prison that's at a distance, and really they just don't notice it. It's just not part of their world. You know, this is just something that doesn't even matter to them. It's like a blind eye. And, you know, I just wonder, what is your opinion? What what could we do, for example, with what you're doing? What could we do more uh, to bring to people the realization of all of these issues and what they could do to be part of. You know, I think that P 
people are always being solicited to be a part of something great. And that's, that's, I'm not actually deterring people away from that. But I think it's good for us to recognize that because, you know, in every situation, sometimes there's not an ad value that it brings back to people's life. Um, usually to help someone, it costs them something significant. I think it's the very opposite with charity device. The whole concept is based around, you know, helping someone and, and, and giving without it costing you. Have you ever given without it costing you something? Well, we can do that in our generation. We can do that in our time. And you know how easy it is to bring it up? Like we were talking about, Joyce, who doesn't have a smartphone or an iPad or a tablet or an HP computer? Or, there's, not a, there's not a person. My grandma that just turned over 80 years old, she got an iPhone, and we FaceTime, and she Snapchats, and she's on Facebook and Twitter. I mean, everyone from an eight-year-old to an 85-year-old has a smart device. And, 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 and it's amazing to me that anyone you can go up to and spark up a conversation, whether it's calling and texting and emailing family, I really believe that this whole movement of charity device really needs to become a part of who we are, not just what we do. So everywhere we go, we can say, hey, did you, did you ever hear about charity device? Did you know that they can give you a tax write-off that might even be more than the saleable, uh, valuable of your item? So if an item's worth 100 bucks, we can give a tax write-off that gives you 100 bucks back off on your taxes at the end of the year, most likely, just about 60% of the time. And then it's just easy to, to bring it up in conversation because everyone has a smart device, Joyce. And so it's a great question. I just think that people can, can begin to talk about it, but I think first it would be great if they did it themselves and could experience everything that's a part of how we're changing lives. And from there, I know it'll spark something in people to want to be a part of what we're doing on a daily basis. I do too. And you know, to any businesses listening, how I know about technology that is outdated, iPhones, uh, iPads, notebooks, here you go. I mean, instead of just destroying this, look what you can do. So I hope you're listening because you really can make a difference in a life in such an easy way. Such an easy way. And you can do that by going to charitydevice.org. That's charitydevice.org and make a difference. Donate a device. Make a difference today. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go. We'll be back to close the show with Daniel Budzinski. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. 
Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back, everyone. You know, we've been talking to Daniel Bedzinski, the founder of Charity Device. Suggestion I have, if you know someone that you think, wow, they should hear this, remember, this show will be archived on my website, BenderConsult.com. You'll be able to send them, and they can listen to the show. Don't forget that. that. That's very important that you remember that one thing. So, hey, Daniel, 26 years old. Oh, my goodness, look what you've already done. I mean, <laughs> it, it's amazing. You've done more than some people have done in their lifetime with uh, all of this servitude and giving back. Uh, but if you had to list one thing as your greatest accomplishment, what would that be? You know, if I had to say one thing is my greatest accomplishment, you know, you could see all the success in the world and you could work 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 hour days, Joyce, but, you know, my greatest accomplishment is that, you know, my, my wife loves me and, and so does my family. You know, I think it's building a family. It's not building an organization. Um, you know, my, I can't pay my wife. So she doesn't just love me because I pay her money. I have to win her over, and I really believe that that is always my test every day is, you know, can I build, can I lead, and can I continue to have my relationship get better and better with my wife? That's my greatest accomplishment, not just leading our organizations that we lead, which is also very important. But at the end of the day, when all is said and done, I, I have this core value that family family's number one. Family has always been number one to all of our brothers and sisters. And, and if it's not number one, it's what I go home to every day. It's what matters most. It is. <clears throat> no price tag can you put on that. Exactly. And, you know, Daniel, I don't know if I asked you this before, but I do have another question since you're talking about all of this. Um, you specifically, who is your role model? Who has impacted you to do all of this and why? Yeah, that's a really great question. You know, I think for for people listening, I, I always get this question, you know, they say, well, where do you find people to mentor you or who is the person that you follow most? Or, and that's what your question is, is who's the most impacted your life, you know, here on earth? Who, who has done that for you? You know, Joyce, I've had just some of the greatest examples and leaders in my life. Um, and and I'll tell you this, I think that a lot of the success, even, you know, at the young age of 26, which thank you for saying what you said, 
um, it's a humbling thing to hear is, is it's, it's never been about me. It's always been because of the great people that have surrounded me and supported me. But if I had to pinpoint one person, um, I would really say that it would, it would be my father. My dad, um, he's just been such an incredible role model. He blows my mind every day because he desires for all of my brothers and sisters to go further than he went, faster than he went. And you really don't see that anymore. And I, and I really believe in, in, in the power of the father figure, right? No matter who's listening to this, you know, they, they want to maybe impact the world, but never neglect your family because sons and daughters are, are even um, on a psychological statistical study they're, they're most impacted by their father figure. And my dad is constantly, he sat me down, he's, he's taught me how to be a man, he's taught me how to treat women, he's taught me how to budget, he's taught me how to, how to pursue my dreams. And not only that, is he's gotten behind them and helped me do something about what I want to do. And so he has just greatly impacted my life on every single core value and level that I walk in. And I happen to know Daniel's father, just so you know, we're talking about this man that has taught Daniel to give back, to be grateful, to care about their family, to have character, to do the right thing. Uh, and, and you know what? He is a very high-level executive. And this man has overseen thousands of people, worked for multi-billion-dollar organizations, and you know what does that say about him? That he st- does not forget who he is. He does not forget yeah. who he is, and has not forgotten the importance of family. And said to me one day, you know, Joyce, someday when I'm totally retired, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do what Daniel's doing. I'm going to help Daniel. So, so no wonder that person would be your father. Uh, because to me, that's a great testament to what he's like. It really is. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever had people ask you this, but what if they need mentors? What if they don't have a father? You know, then what would you suggest? Yeah, I just had someone ask me this yesterday. They said, hey, where do I process and bounce my ideas off someone? I can't find that person. You know, I, I always go with the three C's. Um, number one is character. Find someone that has character. Number two is chemistry. Find someone you have chemistry with. You can't create that. You either have it or you don't. And find someone that has competency. Competency is they're doing what you want to do or they know skills that you don't have but you want to learn. And so where would you find those people? You know what? I have, you know, when you're looking for those types of people, first thing, are usually type A, really busy people. So I have five or six or seven or eight or nine, ten people like that in my life that I can reach out to on a weekly basis for wisdom and just, just questions and always bouncing my ideas off them. But I think some of the greatest places to look at those is first thing in your family. You know, I always think of, you know, direct touch. Who's in your direct touch of your relationships? It might even be a boss. Um, maybe it's someone um, in a community center or a church or a foundation or an organization. But you know what? I think a lot of times we might isolate ourselves and say, well, we just don't have anyone in our lives. But you know what? You don't just have people run into you like that. you got to pursue them. you got to find them. And I'm telling you, Joyce, to everyone that's listening right now, you know, I've had those moments of self-pity, and I don't have anyone in my life that cares. And, but you know what? you got to get up and you got to go find those people and ask them to pour into your life. You have to. You have to go after those people. They're out there. 
I promise you right now, they're out there. People are waiting to invest their time into someone that will value their time. A lot of times I don't reply to emails of saying, hey, will you mentor me? Because I want to see, is this person going to be persistent? Does this person really want to learn from me? Is this going to be a value to my time? Don't give up. Go after those people that have character, chemistry, competency. They're out there. You can find them. Wow, that is great advice. Great advice. I love those three C's. Well, Daniel, it has been, as usual, a pleasure to have you on the show today. You know, what a great young man you are. What a great young man that we can learn from. Um, What message do you want to leave with our listeners today, Daniel? Yeah, thank you for letting me just say one last thing. Thank you for everyone that's tuned in. You know, it's just such an honor to be able to have you listen to what we are doing to make a difference around the world. You know, this whole concept was to help you become a hero to someone in need. So why don't you go back home, go through your office desk, look around, talk to your family members, your friends, send out a tweet, let people know about Charity Device, and find those devices. Go online, start to fill out the application, see how you can make a difference. Bring clean water to some child in need in some third world nation that is waiting for you to just give a device. Go and feed that hungry family that's literally at their last wit's end waiting for someone to give a device. You can make a difference, you can become a hero, and it's simply donating your device today. Thanks for tuning in. Wow, and that's, by the way, charitydevice.org. Well, you know we end a show with every quote, and this quote is just so right on the money. And it is by someone that certainly went through a horrific time in their life. And the quote is, how wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment before beginning to improve the world, said Anne Frank. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you all next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader in Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.